Hey everyone, I'm Israel Fair, and you're listening to Bring Your A-Game, the Yahoo Canada Sports Podcast. Hey everyone, it's another special edition of the podcast hosted by Karina LeBlanc. This time she's joined by Diana Matheson, Desiree Scott, and Rian Wilkinson. Hope you enjoy. All right, welcome to the podcast. All right, we are joined with, please state your name and where you're from. Rian Wilkinson, and I'm from Béderfé, Quebec. Béderfé. Oh, I won't repeat that. I won't be able to do it. Go ahead. Desiree Scott from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Desi, you don't have to smile if you're talking to the podcast. <laughs> she can't say Winnipeg without smiling. Thank you. Winnipeg. Oh, okay, here we go, Rian. Thank you, teacher. Wise words. Wilkinson. Okay. And Diana Matheson from Oakville, Ontario. Oakville, Ontario. So you guys are pretty big time. D, if we go to Oakville, yes, there seems to be a shrine of you. Is that correct? Hmm. I think shrine implies that I have passed away, so I but, don't like the word. Shrine. But do most people say shrine? Let's be honest. I don't worship. I don't worship. One person say shrine. Okay. Now two people. Say right. Two in a day. Right. Yeah. So are you like big time in Oakville? Yeah. Me and Carl Lang are like. Like kind of soccer kids. Yeah. Soccer yes. community. But, At the okay. soccer field. It is so, you're big time. You can say that. I mean, if you yeah. walk into a place... Up third line at the Oakville Soccer Center. We are okay. big time. Yeah. Little word about using okay. the word big time. I'm asking the question, Jerry. Okay? Now, you're trying to pass it off. Do you have a park being named after you? I do. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. The uh-huh. most uh, mispronounced park name. Montreal history. Why is it? Because it says Ryan? Uh, Ryan. 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 Yeah. Ryan. So how do you pronounce your name? Because everyone butchers it. Ryan. Okay. So it's Ian with an R-H in front of it. It's very helpful. Okay. Good. Just helping the world here. And Desi, there's a building. What's going on in Winnipeg? You know? Desi's it's not officially ever not thrown it out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But possibly that. there's... Edit that. <laughs> Edit that. Yeah. I thought I saw it on Twitter. That's people pushing for Oh, okay. That was, that was me. So th- this is us pushing. I was really trying to get a building. Yeah. Down for myself. So life has changed since the Olympics, basically. Yeah. Four, right? four years older. Four years older. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. Came back from London. <laughs> Come back from London, right? Were you expecting what happened? I went to Wales for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't see us. It's a podcast, but we're shaking our we're heads. Shaking our heads. Okay, let's explain the personalities here. Re, she's very matter of fact. Okay, if you tell her that you should do something at one hundred and ten percent, she cannot comprehend that. Is that correct, Re? She is really bad at numbers, though. So I think that's she's there. Well, one hundred and ten percent ridiculous. Okay. Okay, it's maximum. But there's there's such, there's such thing as one hundred ten percent, right? You believe in the idea that you can always give more, right? Last camp, I was told to give a thousand percent, so you can always <laughs> that, go higher. That physically hurt me. <laughs> and Dee's cracking up; she can't even talk here. Princeton <laughs> economics major here. Can you explain this to us? No. <laughs> there's a lot of happens. This is what usually happens. People think that when you hang up for the Canadian national team girls, it's deep conversation. You have Marie who's saying it's not possible. Desi is saying everything's possible. Dee who's just a matter of fact, and then I'm just trying to get a conversation going here. 
Okay, so let's go back yeah. to Same. London, okay? Oh. That thing, what happened in 2012? You guys went to the Olympics, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. You did? Okay. So you go to the Olympics, you have your dream come true, it, it, it all happens, and then all of a sudden we step on the podium, we come back to Canada, and in each of our respective areas in this country, life changes. What is the thing that stands out to you most, Desi, about when you went home where life changed? For me, I would think right after the Olympics, um, just the people who had gotten behind our team, who had supported us, not only myself being a Winnipegger, but who fell in love with our team, and just going on the streets, people congratulating us, one, saying we deserve gold, you know, remembering that U.S. semifinal, and then just how happy everyone was for us to, you know, just to represent the country so well and to do it in a nice, you know, Canadian fashion. Yeah, so just, you know, walking the streets and people just recognizing you, the soccer player, you played for Canada, like just that recognition, <laughs> which is pretty cool. And every time it's special, right? Every time, yeah. You've got to appreciate those moments because it doesn't last forever, you know? Exactly. Rhi, I remember you telling a story, and if I'm telling it incorrectly, I know you will correct me. But um, you were talking about the game and how obviously you've gone into overtime against the Americans and your legs were dead. And it was towards the end of the French game and you went to slide tackle and you, you felt there was nothing left. But you looked up and you saw one of your teammates making that sprint and that run. Describe that game and where that extra bit came from. Yeah, um, I, th I think if we're going to be honest, at about the 25-minute mark, we were, all, <laughs> we were all sort of looking at the clock. And uh, there's some hilarious slow-mo footage from that game. And that's kind of how it was for me, and the slow-mo footage is usually like zeroed in on people's eyes. <laughs> and that's it, like you had nothing left, and I, the slide tackle, I don't know, it was probably me just running, and I made it a slide tackle in my memory. And, and looking at it, it was actually Carm, and Carm was, was chasing the French player. <laughs> just like, and we, we had, and the ball, I think, went out for a corner probably, or goal kick, and we just looked at each other, we're both sort of like, breathing and, and just like little nods, like keep going. Mm -hmm. And that's how it was, it, and, it, and I were joking about it, but it really was from about the 25th minute, like our legs were gone, we'd been crying for 24 hours after the US game. We'd gone into overtime, so much emotion, and we wanted it so badly, and I think we started quite well, and then all of a sudden, your legs just started giving out. But people were still doing it, and, and that's the incredible thing. From the, that's what I take from that game: are, are those those moments where you managed to connect with someone else on the field, and you knew they were hurting just as much, and everyone was just still pushing. And that's it. Ninth, third minute, you know, a fullback on the left runs the whole way down the field, crosses the ball, and then I think there were three midfielders in the box. Mm -hmm. You know, inc incredible. And that's. You know, it's not always the best team that wins. It's the team that's the most connected and, and the team that never gives up. And we won a medal because of it. So, Darren and Matheson, let's fast forward to the end of the game. You have an opportunity to take that touch. It goes in the back of the net. And I think all of us can remember that moment where it's your reaction. You're pulling the jersey and the Canada flag and we're all just going crazy. What was that moment like for you? Uh, it's just like pure emotion. I didn't remember how that goal happened at all when people asked me about it right after the game. Uh, I just remember seeing the net was empty, putting it in, and then pure joy and relief, I think, in there too. Uh, yeah, and then just celebrating and know, knowing we'd done it. Like the 
it yeah. was over me then. And re grabbing, picking you up. First, she had to throw off Timco <laughs> that was trying to get her life. Yeah. And then I was thinking, this girl is going to be on the cover of things. I need to get my face on. Timco Rita, Timco Rita. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Desi, you're just like, Wah! I was just down in my spot yeah. and she was too tired to run on the way to play. But honestly, I don't remember running, it was worth it. So it's a moment like that where we all grow up with Olympic moments, right? So for me, obviously, I've said this a million times, it was Donovan Bailey winning that gold medal and, and seeing him cry and the passion in the eyes in that moment. And for so many other Canadians, that moment that we were a part of was their Olympic moment, and now it's inspired them to do more. What does that mean to you when you actually get to sit back and... I know nobody here is the type of person to sit back and be like, yeah, I created Olympic moments. But what does that actually mean, and does that drive you to do more? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think when you're um, still playing, when you're still in the middle of your career, um, it's very difficult to, to look, at, look at your career like that. I hope I am wise enough to take some time when I retire and look back and and uh, really enjoy those moments and hopefully recognize that, that I hopefully had a part to play in affecting other people's careers and lives. Uh, but right now, it's I'm still right in the middle of it, and it's just the next uh, the next stage with Rio and wanting to leave as big an impact as possible. So let's go to Rio, okay? Boom, 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 boom. Right? So Rio coming up. So be a third Olympics for some, second for some. And you fast forward to the moment. So you've been there, you've learned everything you've learned from the last one, and then from you guys from the first one, and become a business trip. What is your mentality when you get off the plane, stepping into the village? What is that mentality, and how is it different? I think when we first get there, we soak it in, we get a good look at the village, we get our cool COC gear, it's all pretty exciting. Uh, Can I you think, see me one? <laughs> are my sizes going to work for you? Yeah, I'll uh, get a little longer. Three quarter length pants. See you later, COC, here we go. Uh, I know I'm going to enjoy watching all the young ones, kind of experience it for the first time. Uh, and then we're going to leave the village and we're going to go into Sao Paulo and we're going to get to work. I think, I think that's how it's going to feel. Get the job done. Yeah. Desi? Can't really say anything other than that. That's how it's going to go. You're going to come up with a new dance that you can That's teach me. Both dance moves. Zumba. Like Zumba. Bing, 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 bing. Have you been learning some new ones? I've got some good choreographed that, uh, you know, Brian's uh -oh. like right there ready to go as right well. She's like go. asking me, when's the next class? I'm like, Brie, give me a second. So, um, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to say a, a person and I want you to just say the first word that comes to your mind. Okay? All right? So if I point at you, you just say the name. I'll say the name and you just say the first person that comes to mind. Okay? Melissa Tancredi. Powerful. Oh. Nice. We're going there. Ooh. What was I meant to do? No, <laughs> that was it. That was good. That was good. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a great answer. Okay. Jose Moulanger. Bonjour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just became French. Bonjour. Bonjour. You just push it back. There's so much more to Jose, but I know it's just more off the cuff. I need to know, you know. D. Elisa Chapman. 
Dolphin noises. <laughs> Dolphin noises. Um Steph Lovey. Strength. Oh, you guys are going deep here. Um John Herdman. Incredible. Um <laughs> um, okay, so if I were to tell you guys, did you run out of people on the roster? Did you? I did not. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so let's go back. Okay, so the Shalina, it's our first Olympics. What type of advice are you actually going to say to those girls um, when they they're going there? Obviously, you remember your first time. It was different, Desi, when you went in because we've been in and we said this is going to be a business trip. Not about the photos and stuff because since Beijing, I don't even know where any of those photos are. But what's the one piece of advice you're going to give to like a Shalina or a Kadisha? See, I remember that their names. I was just like, oh, that's good. Um, I think it's a business trip, but what we did really well in London, and I hope we could replicate, was that we actually, I think it was three three days, that we really enjoyed the city, and it's kind of before the Olympics happened, but we got to experience the village, and I think we had a day off in London. And, um, I'm sure we'll do something similar. So time to just really be there, be present, um, explore the village, be a tourist, and then once we're in Sao Paulo, it's a business trip. But you can't tell someone who's first, it's their first Olympics to get to business. Yeah. It's, it's impossible, we have to balance that. Especially some of the first night like the Kadishas and the Ashley Lawrences of the world, right? They're gonna wanna just dance all night. Desi, how are you gonna control that? I'll probably be with them, to be honest. So. <laughs> you guys bring us yeah. in. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Bring it in, ladies. <laughs> Wrap it up. It's 10 p.m. Shut it down. So anybody's family's traveling? No, unfortunately. No. The Mathesons will be there. I was gonna say the Mathesons? What? They're going to be there. Laurel and John for sure, and then uh, a couple others I think about it. So I was just talking to the younger girls about how last time we, we talked about doing the little things, like sending emails out to family 50 days out saying we not, may not be available. And because people sometimes don't understand the sacrifice that you guys put in. They see the glory, but they don't understand that you can be present at like births and birthdays and whatnot. What... Is there a plan moving forward in, in terms of like, what what's the conversation you have with your family leading into the Olympics? I don't want to be at any births. It's <laughs> 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 a huge loss. Are you're not delivering the child. Maybe just be in the hospital. Not yeah. even. No, no, no. Text. They, you just want to text when Send the baby pops up. Yeah. Not even actually. Not even. A few months later. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Which I is funny because you actually are the one who spends the most time with your nieces and nephews. Don't right. be fooled here, guys. She's trying she's to act funny. Older. She's, she's got a big heart. She's got a big heart. They're about hysteria, folks. Wait, why do you have a new accent, Desi? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my podcast voice. <laughs> Can you, every answer you do from here on out of the podcast, you have to answer Don't. The Koreans don't reply with their weird accent. Oh, we know. It would just be interesting. Okay, you were saying? <laughs> I think it will be easier in Rio than London. Almost everyone had family in London. It was the same language. It's a lot easier to get around in London. Um, so the problem, problem, 
the wonderful problem that all our families were there and friends were there and you wanted to see them but you knew you had to focus on the game. So I think there was a lot of preparation done around how we were going to handle that and that was done really well. Um, we haven't sort of gone into it yet but I do think it'll be less of that distraction especially the media is in a language mm -hmm. um, we can't read. Uh, you know, our, our, there will be family there but not as much. Um, people won't want to go too far away yeah. from the Olympic venues um, just because of the language barrier. So I do think those, yeah. the problems will be slightly different. So it's an advantage that you guys are not necessarily in the Olympic Village in terms of the distractions and whatnot, because you guys are going to be playing in Sao Paulo, Brasilia. Do you see that as an advantage? Yeah, definitely. I know for me, I was hoping we weren't going to be <coughs> in Rio in the Village. It's an Olympics. There's so many athletes, so many sports, so much logistics that lots of things go wrong in multi-sport games and we're used to being in a hotel on our own schedule and you can just do that so much easier when, yeah. you're, when you're in a satellite city. So there are people celebrating, right? Yeah. I mean, some people are done the first day yeah. and they're rightly celebrating their achievements and mm -hmm. you're trying to sleep yeah. for the next day. Yeah. So no, so it's really it's a challenge to be in that village. So Desi, what's the other sport that uh, you want to go watch when you're there after you, you guys have won the medal? Yeah, I'm, all, I'm a big fan of track, mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, best experienced that a little bit in London, which was cool. You mm -hmm. saved the same bolt, yes. I mean, the 200 meters, I got to watch that, so big fan of track. I think mm -hmm. I'll have to check some of that out. How about you, Dee? Uh, anything that's got Canadians in it. It's mm -hmm. cool to feel a part of the whole Olympic team, so <laughs> <laughs> cheering on our country mates. I'm looking forward to that. Three? First time rugby is going to be Okay. It's a two day event. It's going to be fantastic. And the Canadian women are kicking butt. Yeah, they are. Patriotic. Kicking butt. So, Rio, you win the medal. Hopefully, I'll just put it out there. Life changed last time when you came back home. This time, what would mean the most to you that Canadians could say or do? that you know that you've accomplished greatness? <laughs> I can see all our faces right now. <laughs> I love question. I think if we can just build on <coughs> the, uh, not attention, but opportunities that have come up since London, mm -hmm. it's kind of before London, after London watershed moment. There's more opportunities, more, I mean, the, the soccer scene has changed, I think, and I think if we can win in Rio, it's just going to step that up more. And there's going to be more opportunities for the next generation, more sponsorships, more interests. And this next generation can be even better off, I think, and inspire more women in the future to do the same. So that's what I want to see. <laughs> Wise words. From Wise Mary words. Mary. Can you say that in your accent, please? Wise words from Mary Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe we should do the best. This is like a late night the talk. Bachelor to the podcast. <laughs> We should put it out here. Desi is going to be the new bachelor to the podcast. Holla. Do you think you could tell a lot about a guy through his voice? I think so. You think so? Well, so maybe we should do that. Unless he's putting out an accent. Stay true to you, folks. Stay true to you. So what's after? Do you guys go back to your NWSL season right after the Olympics? Is that what happened? Yeah. 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 Pro season to finish up. Pro season to finish up. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs>
Is it a rowboat? Is, yeah. <laughs> is it a rowboat read or is it like a boat boat? Is it like a solo trip or <laughs> what are, you talking about? are we gonna see you again? Or I don't know. I, I don't I think I get pretty bad motion sickness. Oh jeez. I'm signing on for this like boat trip. Okay. Where I'm like crew and actually work. Yeah, the, these, this, this is what Rhi does for her vacation. Are you having a midlife crisis? What is happening? Do we need to talk about this? No, she really, she really is. This really is. I mean, yeah. you've climbed mountains, right? Yeah. Now you're sailing boats oh, across around the world. What's, what's the last mountain you just climbed? I don't know. It was in uh, northern Norway, so I don't have the accent. But the, you've, you've been up big mountains, right? Really? Come on, help yeah. us out here. I, the last like big, big mountain was Mount Kenya. Okay, right? Yeah, I haven't even been to Kenya. How about you? Have you climbed mountains here, Daddy? I guess sometimes. No. Okay. I'm the surface, no, keep it flat. <laughs> so, Ree's gonna go on the boat around the world. <laughs> Desi's gonna start the first Bachelorette Vibe podcast. Dee, what are you doing after the Olympics? The Washington Spirit's gonna win a championship. Oh! Oh, why? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Desi's reaction to trying to talk trash, but uh, I got she, she panicked. She yeah. panicked. You're gonna do some Strive for stuff, right, Dee? Yeah, we're yeah. doing some IS4. We're gonna do some speaking, some camps. We've got our launch coming up in November. Okay, look at you. You're, you're doing some real things. So, Desi? I want you to teach Kadisha and Ashley the best dances in the world. Rhea, I hope you uh, make it back to us on your boat trip. Me too. And, uh, <laughs> hope to see you again. But really, at the end of the day, good luck, guys, in Rio. You guys make Canadians proud, and uh, just be you. Do you. Do you. Do you. Sign it off. Go ahead, Desi. Sign it off with your voice. That's it, folks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Bring Your A-Game podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at IsraelFair and follow Karina at Karina LeBlanc. Talk to you again soon.